the audio description we've got awful music so welcome to a special edition of nothing to see here darren has been so busy laying around that he has put himself into a near comatose situation and uh, therefore has been unable to get his act together to meet up with me via zoom to do our normal podcast episode recording so in its place uh, listeners you have the very special treat of what i'm calling the editor's commentary uh, of episode 21 which was the last episode of our second series and a very popular one at that uh, it is modelled on the sort of director's commentary that you often get as a bonus extra at the end of a feature film. And both Darren and I do hope you enjoy it. You will hear the episode running and alongside it I will be giving this commentary, pulling back the shower curtain, as Darren so often says, to perhaps reveal a few trade secrets but to definitely shine a spotlight and give some insight onto the way Darren and I operate. Obviously, we have had a lot of people not asking about the music uh, that I use at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, I feel it is very atmospheric. Uh, it gives the feeling of what is to come, but also stirs up a little bit of anticipation in our listeners as to what they're about to hear. The snippets that you hear interspersed in the um, opening credits are all genuinely taken from the 20 or so minutes of fuffing around that we go through at the beginning of each episode before the recording proper starts. Usually this is due to Darren setting up his art. Yeah, it's from one of your friends as well. Right. Mm. It's not an ashtray, by the way, Philistine. Are you just going to sit and eat again? No. I just wanted to have a little hors d'oeuvre, that was all. So, so uh, obviously a very popular moment in all our podcasts is when Darren eats. Um, he has shown incredible talent at being able to eat and also perform for the recording without having a mouthful of food muffling his words and I think you'll agree it is a very very impressive talent that Darren has and listeners will have noticed that lots and lots of episodes do have Darren eating in. Uh, There was one that I did uh, where I was eating some birthday cake I'd made for him that he couldn't have because we were in lockdown but uh, that apparently was less successful rather than making an effort no this is my bedtime wear sure so Stephen has a onesie on with bear ears one of the downsides of recording our podcast together is that we have to do it on zoom we do it as a zoom meeting uh, and when the recording has finished zoom very kindly downloads the zoom meeting into two different files one is the whole zoom meeting itself visuals and audio and the other is just the audio what i do is i then take the audio file and i put it into a very very useful and a surprisingly free program called audacity which you can find on the web 
and it is that program that then allows me to edit and produce the final polished examples that we publish every other week for your delight and delectation. Sadly, this means we have to look at each other, which obviously can be quite problematic. Uh, viewing Darren is very important for me because it gives me full appreciation of his art. Um, however, it obviously, sometimes one of us may forget that we're not wearing the sort of things we should be. And in this episode, as it was being done nearer my bedtime, I was actually in my nightwear. Is you've already opened a bottle of wine because that would have been on the go most of the day anyway. <clears throat> Instead of many of you will have noticed that I do jest along with Darren about the amount he drinks. Darren, of course, doesn't drink wine during any of the recordings. Uh, it is genuinely sparkling grape juice that he drinks. And obviously, if he's in a dry January or another dry month, as we had. Uh, a few weeks ago, I think. Um, if he's in another one of those dry months, he moves from the sparkling grape juice onto sparkling water. And you will, of course, notice no difference at all between any of his performances, whatever the drink may be. Will you put a tie on? Oh, oh, there's an orange with a candle in it and it's got 21 written on it. Am I right? You are right. And it's 21 because... Either that's the age you think you are, you've got the wrong date because it's the 23rd, it's 21 years since we did our first podcast, or it's the 21st episode. Are any of those right? Listeners will have noticed um, one very special thing between Darren and I. I would say definitely a special oil uh, that makes the cogs glide in our working relationship. Um, I would say that it's a, definitely a working relationship and only a working relationship. And that is the joy that comes out of our um, complete lack of communication with each other. Uh, very rarely does one of us have any idea about what the other person is talking about. Uh, usually it is me wandering around in a fog of cluelessness. Uh, occasionally Darren doesn't know what's going on, but probably not very often. We do feel our audience, you listeners, really um, do appreciate how well we work together in this manner. Obviously it's quite unconventional. Uh, communication is very, very important. And the fact that Darren and I are basically clueless as to what's going on in each other's lives most of the time, let alone what's going on in the podcast, we feel this gives nothing to see here a completely unique perspective. Just when I think you can't heart my break any further, but you start tippy-tapping. I think you're distracting from your own shame and your own terrible behaviour because you're, you're now really embarrassed because you know that you barely remembered it was our anniversary. And it's like, and I've made all of this effort and now you're like cringing because yet again, you've messed up, you've, you've broken hearts, you've destroyed, your toxicity is pouring into us. Obviously, barely a two-week period goes by without me destroying something, whether it be Darren's heart or his theatre company, uh, usually just generally the podcast. And along with our continual misunderstandings of what we're talking about with each other, this too is another, I feel, real highlight of our podcast. 
and listeners may notice that uh, I don't listen very well um, and often have absolutely no idea of what Darren is talking about, which of course is another reason we have so much fun, delight and amusement with recording our podcast. One little secret I'll let you into is that often when I'm editing the podcast, uh, it all sounds completely fresh to me and I have very little recollection of anything that was said during the two hours or so that we were recording together. And I think that gives my editing in return a real freshness um, and makes it very incisive and contemporary and very important. And it's something both of us are very proud of. You've spoken to your mum. What did she say? She said I should leave you. <laughs> did she? For, who, for who's good? Mine, hers, or yours? Well, I've had a very difficult week. Thank you for asking. You see, if you really cared, you would ask me how my week's been. If I really cared, I'd do something special for our anniversary. If you really cared, you would have made an effort. You would have sent me a present in the post. I'd sent you a lovely... I've sent you... The last present I sent you has been denied as being from me, and the present before that got put in the re-gifting pile and thrown across the room. So it's very difficult to find presents but obviously you find it very easy to buy presents because I got four. This particular episode, episode 21, which I think was just called 21, was obviously a deeply happy time for both of us as we were celebrating the fact that it was the 21st episode of Nothing to See Here that we've recorded together. And I feel that you listeners, are you hold Darren and I very close to your hearts uh, because of our intense friendship and bonding that obviously comes across week after week. Rarely do Darren and I have anything negative to say to each other. And obviously, Darren in particular spends a lot of each podcast professing how much love in his heart he has for me in particular. Sometimes I may not quite reach his standards in return, but I do, honestly, listeners, I do my very best. That's the sexy cast model. So I bought you a, a walking step. frame. No, no, you did buy me a walking frame. You bought me a folding walking frame. Yeah. So that it wouldn't, because I know that your flat is so dirty and cluttered that you don't have room for stuff. So I thought I'd buy you a folding sexy cast so that actually when you weren't using it, you could keep it out of the way. And were you grateful for our anniversary present? No, you weren't. I'm, I cannot tell you how upset I am. Obviously, this episode was a particularly joyful one for me because I was showered with gifts by uh, Darren from both himself and the many contributors. We have sponsors and jingle providers, as well as our little extra weekly items from, say, the Sex Fact Man or from Jesse's Top Tips. So, Darren... To my absolute and utter delight, had arranged for a folding walking frame to be delivered to my house in between episodes. Uh, he did request that I didn't open any of the presents that turned up, not all of them were from him, uh, until this episode. And so the core of this particular episode is me opening my gifts uh, and Darren's reaction of happiness and delight. Uh, as he saw my reaction. Unfortunately, the so-called sexy cast trolley um, was actually labelled on the outside when it turned up. Uh, I noticed as I was fighting my way up the uh, 
flight of stairs to my first floor flat that the name was actually on the outside and so unfortunately the surprise was taken away a little but nevertheless I was deeply grateful for the effort Darren had made ordering this for me. In fact just this morning I was in Sainsbury's and I did notice a elderly lady with a walking trolley on wheels. Uh, she was pushing it around and it had a little sort of seat platform on it where she'd rested her shopping basket and I remember thinking and I as I say this was literally just this morning how useful is that trolley unfortunately I did have to return the trolley uh, struggled uh, I think I hurt my back in the process and I seem to remember that Darren rang as I was dragging it along the pavement uh, back to the return depot uh, so that was unfortunately a regrettable incident but um, I will forever be grateful to Darren for his thought uh, just to remind those of you I did tell Darren the truth of the fact that I fell over twice in one day once on a mud patch in a field and once on the wet doorstep of my flat because I had a pair of slippy soled shoes on. Must have misunderstood that one then. You see, judging by the fact that you're not smiling, it means you it's just a this is all part of the joke, isn't it? I have no idea what you're talking about. You and I just we don't even understand each other anymore. It's like, do we even speak the same language anymore? Anyway, do you want to know about my week? Well, it's all about you, so yeah, let's hear it. And it's two weeks, by the way. Stop fucking tipping tapping! One thing in particular that we make sure we do every week is to ask each other how our weeks have been. And obviously this is a very important way of showing our care and love for each other and complete lack of ego in the fact we give each other equal space to tell each other what each of us have been doing. Some of you may recognise the music in the background at the moment, which is actually from another podcast. Um, it's actually my own podcast called Mr. Burt Pods. Um, Darren's very supportive of this uh, and listens to it every week and often comments on it, tells me how much he likes it um, and how interesting he finds it. Um, I don't really want to plug it too much here, but it is absolutely a marvellous podcast. Uh, and each week I sit in the window of my flat looking at the road and I give philosophical gems and thoughts and musings, artistic musings often, on life, on myself, my thoughts, people around me, um, and a lot of people I know. Uh, it's a very special part of their week when Mr. Burt Pods gets posted, which is every Monday. Um, almost as important as when the Nothing to See Here podcast comes out. Um, no one has ever said that they prefer Mr. Burt Pods to Nothing to See Here because I actually have a mellifluous voice, whereas Darren's voice is quite harsh and grating. Okay, so uh, that was... That happened. You felt the need to share that. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, my other podcast seems to be coming, turning into the Darren show, which is a bit upsetting. Not only does it seem to spend most of my podcast every week not talking about what's going on outside the window, but about you, I also have a box that's 80 centimetres by, uh, was it 50 centimetres by 10 centimetres, delivered from you in my house. 
Um, this anniversary date's not going very well, is it? Come on. So Jesse's suggesting that we that we listen to Esther because clearly we've got some relationship difficulties because one of us cares and loves for the other. Uh, the other and is one you. of us doesn't. Yeah, the other is you. Are we going to hear Esther Perel? No, but I tell you who we could hear from. You'll never guess who it is. It's only Lisa the goat. <laughs> Give me a second. And there we have one of Darren's lovely catchphrases. Give me a second, which I know listeners are, are quite worried if it doesn't appear. It's something that gives them great comfort and makes them feel happy and less alone in the world. Lisa the Goat, of course, another very popular part of the podcast uh, and seems to be worming her way more and more uh, into the podcast itself. Uh, I was watching all about Eve the other night and uh, Lisa did come to mind, but I'm not quite sure why. Originally, I brought Lisa the Goat in uh, to jolly up our Zoom meeting. Uh, it was towards the beginning of the pandemic and uh, Lisa's farm where she lives, um, they arrange for their goats to join in Zoom meetings with people to bring a little bit of joy and uh, happiness into what could be otherwise miserable corporate meetings. So Lisa came along. Um, unfortunately, I made the little mistake of the fact that Lisa doesn't make any sound. She just uh, writes messages to you uh, during the meeting. Um, obviously, this was a source of great inspiration and happiness to Darren that I brought a silent goat to the podcast recording. And I don't think we've actually had a episode recording since in which Darren hasn't mentioned that in some form or another. Lisa has now connected up with, uh, well, apart from the fact Darren had a brief, I think it is over now, brief but very happy relationship with Lisa uh, involving a couple of meetings at the pub. Um, Lisa is now part of our other very popular and loved section, the, uh, the football corner. Obviously, Lisa is now um, adding an awful lot of content into that corner in particular. And um, I'm in no way uh, in any danger of being kicked out and replaced by Lisa. Yeah, it was a joke. I was pretending to be you, so I brought a silent goat to podcast, whereas actually what I did was I asked Lisa to speak. So Lisa spoke. Oh, so you did ask Lisa something as opposed to just arranging a massive delivery to turn up on their doorstep without asking them anything or telling them anything. Yeah, but Lisa doesn't have like a postal address because she's a goat. So I couldn't send her anything. And also, she doesn't have much use for a sexy cash trolley. I wouldn't send Lisa a, a sexy cash trolley. I think you're being absurd. Another thing listeners will have noticed is Darren's um, love of repeating jokes. Uh, he is someone that does find the more a joke is repeated, the funnier it gets. And loves building and building and building upon those jokes. Um, he references, although not joke obviously he does reference things uh, episode after episode like Lisa like the fact that I fell over and he believes I need a trolley uh, the fact that he believes I had so much dust on one of my cupboards that the cupboard fell off the wall um, and I feel it is this sort of weaving of complementary tapestry colors that really builds up a beautiful picture 
and makes our podcast such a success. You know that that's now twice you've misreported what I said and asked you for. At least with my podcast, I'm relying on myself to get the job done properly and it gets done properly. Sure. Yet again, you're poo-pooing the love and care that I'm bringing your way. Because I find when you rely on other people to do a podcast with things go wrong. Sure. And yet again, I'm just reminding you, my mum's told me to leave you. Many listeners have asked uh, about the welfare of Darren's mum. They do realise what a hugely important part she plays in his life, um, bringing him much needing support. Um, However, Mrs Cheek is a very private person, um, although Darren does occasionally mention her. Generally, um, our private lives, that's both Darren and I, our private lives are kept out of the podcast. Occasionally, Darren may make reference to something in my life. Uh, I think he occasionally mentions uh, something about a maid uh, or the size of my flat. These are very thin windows into our lives, but basically Darren and I prefer to be very, very private. And obviously, the more popular this podcast gets, the more jealously we will guard that privacy. I know it was about three days ago, but Lisa said this. Darren and Sterling, congratulations <laughs> on managing to bleat for an aggrazing 21 episodes. My favourite episode? Easy. It was definitely the one where Darren was naked. In fact, Darren, not long now till we can actually have our first date in the wool flesh. Be warned, though. This old nanny can't wait to get all Ibex on you. To get my Ibex on you? No, I can't wait to get all Ibex on you. You're the worst listener in the world. A few interesting points we can pick up there. Uh, Obviously, Darren, they're complimenting me yet again on uh, my poor listening skills, uh, which he very important to him and very important to us both in the making of this podcast. There is a mention there, although I've just said that... um, Darren and I do keep our lives very private. There is a mention there that Darren was happy to admit to of his liaison with uh, Lisa. Uh, Darren is a very private person and tells me very little about his life. I actually don't know an awful lot about him, uh, nor do I ask. But he did mention the fact that he had had a brief affair with Lisa, which, as I said previously, I think involved a few walks and visits to the pub. Um, The other thing to notice there is Darren's beautiful pronunciation. Beautiful and unique, uh, if you notice the way he pronounces world. Um, I forget which part of the country uh, Darren comes from, but uh, he does have a unique speaking voice, which I know a lot of listeners, surprisingly, find quite comforting. To help you get clean. Um, there was another example of our miscommunication and misunderstanding there when Darren talked about Ibex, a word which I hadn't come across at the time and of which I had no idea what the context was that he was using it. This was one of the favourite bits Darren had from this episode and as I previously said he loves re- repetition um, and developing jokes and the Ibex joke or reference uh, will is then followed on 
through quite a few episodes after episode 21 if uh, listeners you want to keep an ear out for them i mean you can't even stand up on flat surfaces um let alone remember anything i'm sorry lisa i'm very appreciative and i'm looking forward to our first date and i'm looking forward to you getting all uh ibex on me you can say that till the cows come home. I don't get the joke. And then you don't get the joke. That's why I repeated it. Interestingly, A, that went through the uh, letterbox, and B, I actually could get through the front door with that uh, between me and the outside world. I just want to make it quite clear to the listeners that this is not a joke. He actually did send me a, a folding walking frame. Uh, and the joke was spoiled because they'd stuck label, they'd stuck four labels on it, all of which said for folding walking frame. So the idea was I was going to open it and uh, probably get very angry uh, when I opened it and found it was a folding walking frame. So it's probably better for the whole podcast that actually, and our friendship, toxic as it may be, that they did stick those labels on. You can hear in my voice there the joy. Uh, and happiness I felt at receiving a huge box delivered to my front door that I could barely get up the stairs. Um, And it was really one of the highlights of our podcast recording, uh, the delivery of the sexy cast trolley to my flat. Darren and Stefan, Deborah Von McFitty here from Deborah Von McFitty Stage School in Geisley. Just wanted to say a big well done on being 21 and to say thank you too for your super support. Darren, my students and I are all so very excited for your upcoming masterclasses. I know I, for one, am so looking forward to being classily mastered by you. And of course, bang on cue there, we have one of our two sponsors, uh, which I will tell you a little bit about. Our original sponsor, uh, Brendan, who uh, apparently works with Dave, uh, no judgment there. Um, Brendan works at a shop uh, based apparently in Cockington, Devon, called very wittily Beds of Devon. We do have a little theme tune for the promotion, sung by somebody who is very close to um, Darren's heart. So every week uh, we do our little, or Darren rather, does his little advert uh, for Brendan and Beds of Devon in Cockington. Uh, In return uh, for us supporting them, uh, particularly through the pandemic when it's been very tough, and they had to close their high street shop and were only able to sell online, giving fantastic um, 25-50% uh, deals for the Nothing to See Here listeners. And I do hope that uh, many of you took those up while you could. Um, in return, uh, Darren has received quite a lot of uh, bed things like um, pillowcases, uh, pillows, uh, duvets, uh, duvet covers, uh, towels. Uh, he, he was offered a flannel uh, and a bath mat, but uh, he, he turned those down for hygiene reasons. Um, 
I, I've not yet had anything from Brendan, uh, but uh, I do give Brendan my continuing support and uh, do wish him and Dave all the very best uh, for their small business. Obviously, our high streets are in danger of closing down completely, and little independent shops like Brendan's Beds of Devon struggle on heroically in the toughest of times. And then we just heard from Deborah Muck, Deborah von McFitty, uh, our second sponsor. Uh, she's more recent. Uh, you may detect a slight northern accent there, a uh, very gentle voice. Um, she runs apparently a stage school in Geisley, which is somewhere in the north. Uh, she does special courses for people like myself who work in the technical area of theatre and uh, may or may not need some refreshment. Uh, she has been massively handled in class by Darren uh, and after that the uh, college she runs did actually manage to get accreditation which was fantastic news uh, we at nothing to see here were absolutely delighted obviously uh, we wish Deborah all well many many congratulations and uh, we look forward to her next sponsorship so message uh, in our forthcoming episode. Isn't it funny that I have a difficult couple of weeks and your couple of weeks is more difficult than mine? It's not funny, it's life. Also, I live in the real world. You peacock between your house in Muswell Hill and Planet Organic Hollywood. Okay, I'm gonna move on now and I'm gonna press my own button and I'm going to play my own sex fact. Just give me a second. Hey guys, it's the sex factor here. <laughs> two, uh, two very important points to mention here. The fact that, um, firstly, I live in Muswell Hill, which listeners may or may not be aware of, uh, regular listeners anyway. Uh, obviously a very popular area of London. Um, an area that Darren does visit frequently uh, and has a lot of friends, many of whom may be therapists and actors, but I'm not quite sure because as I say, we uh, don't know an awful lot about each other's lives. But more importantly, and did you get the uh, catchphrase again there listeners, just give me a second, <laughs> uh, the sex fact, and you actually heard the sex factor himself speaking there. Obviously this is one of my favourite sections of the uh, podcast, uh, which has built up an absolutely invaluable treasure trove of sexual facts uh, through all our episodes, of which both Darren and I are immensely proud. Darren being on a mission to uh, educate in sexual matters the whole of the UK. Uh, the sex facts are always absolutely fascinating. Um, very clearly spoken and um, I learn from them every week uh, and always come out feeling a better person. We're very very grateful to the sex factor for his continued support and uh, we hope you'll remain with us for many episodes to come. 
Should we analyze that sentence with the focus on the word obvious? Can you open your present? I've opened mine already. Is it the one with anal beads in it? So then what makes you think you've got anal beads? Because I know who I'm working with. Is there a message with the bright pink plastic anal beads that you've sent me? It's, it's, in, the, it's in the envelope. Analyze that, boys. Congrats again, the sex factor. Lucky I brought that bin liner with me because that's where it's going. How's, how's yeah, obviously, that sounds like he's throwing the anal beads into a black plastic bag. Of course, that was a joke. Uh, you can hear once more the joy and delight in my voice uh, at receiving such a beautiful gift uh, of cheap plastic made in China. Um, anal beads um, that the sex factor apparently had uh, sent. Apparently, Darren got uh, a string of them as well as I did. I did forget to mention that the gift from Lisa was some rather lovely soap made from goat's milk. Um, the uh, the bar she sent was specifically aimed at people with old dry skin, but there is a wide range actually where it came from and uh, very popular in this household and thanks to Lisa I've continued to use the goat's milk uh, soap ever since the recording of that episode. Uh, sadly I haven't been able to use the anal beads because uh, after the episode when I was tidying up I couldn't find them uh, which is a great shame but I do believe that uh, Darren has had uh, much fun and use of his uh, and he says they really did put a big smile on his face. Hello dears, this is Mrs Plover from Summerlee Primary. Yes, that's, I'm in charge of the reading there. They have me in often for, to help with the reading. I'm very popular with the reading. Um, now, listen, my grandson has put me onto your podcast. Broadcast, surely, broadcast. Now, oh, and here is one of Darren and myself's truly favourite contributors and I like to think of her as a contributor to uh, our podcast, podcast, although actually she is just a listener, devoted listener, uh, Mrs Plover from Semley Primary uh, on the South Coast. Uh, we, it has to be said when you do a podcast and I've heard other people who work in audio writers and what have you uh, that when things are broadcast, they go out into the big wide world and um, you don't really know where these things land. And obviously Darren and I get a tremendous amount of feedback, uh, as Darren demonstrated in the feedback episode, a tremendous amount of feedback uh, for the podcast, but otherwise we've absolutely no idea really who listens to the podcast or if there is anyone uh, who is not uh, a blood relative of either of us. Uh, but we do know that Mrs Plover is a huge fan of the podcast to such extent that she now leaves us a message every single week. I really, really do look forward enormously to Mrs Plover's messages, but um, that's not a patch on the excitement and appreciation Darren shows every week when he hears Mrs. Plover, Mrs. Plover's words. Like Darren, Mrs. Plover has a unique accent um, 
And I feel that uh, Mrs. Plover's and Darren's accents completely complement each other, uh, a bit like Ebony and Ivory, I think, as uh, I believe the song goes. So, uh, yet again, I do say, Mrs. Plover, we thank you so much for your support. It means a tremendous amount to us. Uh, we realize that we do play an important part in your life too. Um, and, you know, we have Darren's marvelous art that we are uh, invited to share with every week. Uh, but Mrs. Plover herself not only has encouraged uh, art that otherwise would not have come from Darren in the form of poetry, but she's taken that poetry uh, competitively uh, and read it out in her school assembly, uh, which both of us were very, very touched by. So uh, we do thank you, Mrs. Plover, and uh, please do continue to be a friend of the podcast. And, and obviously it wrecked your sister's life because she won't even speak to me because of the shame of her accent. No, that's your prejudice in episode two, as well you know. No, no, your sister said to me. She's too ashamed to speak to me. Yeah, because of your prejudice in episode two. We're going around in circles here. <laughs> what prejudice in episode two? Basically, this is in the last episode. You slagged everybody off that wasn't from up north, despite the fact that you suppress and oppress your own northern accent. Oh, so I didn't slag off Deborah McVitie because she's from up north. No, because you you know you, you're, you've got cleverer than that because we've done this 21 times. And you know that if you'd picked up on a northern accent, you would have had a really hard time from me and all of the other people in the world that aren't prejudiced and don't have isms like what you do. See, like what you do is going to upset Mrs. Plover. Sure. <laughs> anyway, I seem to have another... Another what? Present, which must be from... Probably not from Arnold Holy. I know who that's from, because it's another matching present. So lovely being showered with presents. Uh, you can hear in my voice the... Uh... Absolute childlike delight I had in recording this episode with Darren. Uh, I must add uh, a little apology now for calling Deborah from McVitie. Deborah McVitie. Uh, obviously, Deborah isn't a biscuit, uh, and I do apologise. We did hear a little mention there of Darren's sister. Uh, again, a little chink of light into Darren's private life, but uh, merely a chink, and uh, I don't think we will hear very much more about his sister, uh, other than to presume she uh, is as beautiful a person as uh, Darren himself is. In fact, the thought of a female version of Darren uh, touches my heart. Uh, the present I was just about to open there turned out to be from the uh, man who does the football jingle. Obviously, the jingles are a very important part of Nothing to See Here. Um, so I've uh, had absolutely no input whatsoever into any of the jingles because I trust Darren's creativity and artistic gifts entirely. So I put them entirely into his hands. Uh, a lovely, lovely football jingle there, very clearly spoken. Uh, and um, obviously some of you may notice that uh, my name in that jingle is Stevie, which obviously is something... Uh, I don't mind at all and doesn't annoy me in the slightest. The football corner, uh, now apparently with Lisa, uh, is a very popular part of the uh, the podcast and football very recently has been in the news an awful lot. So uh, we feel that our football corner has really added 
to the uh, general state of the nation discussion. Um, and on behalf of me and all the Cockington team here at uh, Beds of Devon, I just wanted to say uh, uh, c- congratulations. And, uh, you know, thanks, thanks too for keeping us company late at night in our beautifully comfy beds of Devon. Uh, yes, of course, I have already mentioned Brendan, our sponsor, Brendan, who runs the small business in Cockington, Devon, called Beds of Devon, a bed shop. Uh, that was an absolute surprise and delight because it quite took my breath away hearing uh Brendan's voice live, well, not quite live, it was recorded, um, recorded message. Uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Uh, I don't have any contact with Brendan. As I say, uh, Brendan does seem to send um, the bedding materials, uh, the pillows and the pillowcases, the duvets, the duvet covers, uh, the towels. Uh, it seems to send them directly to Darren. Uh, I'm sure when Darren and I next meet, uh, we haven't actually met each other for many a month now due to lockdown conditions. Um, I'm sure Darren will be passing on to me the, uh, the bedware that uh, Brendan has sent to Darren for me. But it was lovely, lovely there, hearing Brendan's voice and a total shocking surprise to hear Dave there as well, uh, who I was completely unaware of up until that point. Uh, also a little mention there once more to the singer of the Beds of Devon jingle, uh, another loyal listener to our programme. Thank you so much. Congratulations to you both. Um, my favourite nothing to see here moment so far, well there's been so many it's really difficult but well I, I'd have to say that it was Darren arriving naked for the podcast, the sex podcast episode. Total comedy genius and and wow, what a body. I mean, I know it's an audio podcast, but even so. Um, And as for Simon's resulting meltdown, what was that about? Maria Macarena there. I think our original jingle uh, contributor, jingle maker, uh, getting my name wrong, strangely, but um, obviously, lovely to hear Maria's voice there. She, again, uh, somebody I value and appreciate immensely. Uh, she was referring now, of course, to uh, episode six, uh, the sex episode, which I believe was the seed uh, for Darren's idea to have the sex factor coming in every week, giving us a marvellous sex fact. I um, don't know whether all of you remember or actually did hear the sex episode, uh, number six, but it did involve Darren turning up naked to the podcast recording, but for a little towel uh, wrapped around his waist, uh, which when he was standing up and turning around trying to find his glasses, uh, accidentally slipped and fell to the floor. Um was a very powerful, very moving uh, episode, one to, to both to record, uh, to edit afterwards, and one that has scarred me, I think, would, would be the best sort of word. Very, very powerful, and uh, I was so emotionally moved by its rawness that uh, I did, as Maria mentioned, 
have a bit of a meltdown afterwards, though with professional help, uh, mostly from Darren, I did manage to get my mojo back, uh, get my emotional life back into order and be ready to record episode 7, which from memory I think was was it uh, the goat episode when we first heard from the lovely Lisa or we didn't hear from her but we heard her hooves tapping away thank you Lisa and thank you again Maria Macarena yeah thanks Arnold <laughs> not not no thanks to the ibex no thanks to the have you got the ibex yet no only thing I can think of is eye eyes don't know no idea ibex she's getting all ibex listeners are going to Twerking. Be, they'll be all over it, the listeners. Be all over it, like a cheap rash. Nicholas Hevener uh, says, um, you really are the 21's new Posh and Bex. Long may the rain continue. I've really enjoyed this today. Have you? On More a than I... one to ten, how much have you enjoyed it? Two. Two. And there, of course, we have a reference to, and how could we ever not have a reference to, one of our most beautiful, most loyal and beloved listeners, Arnold Holy. Arnold has been with us, I think, since the very beginning. Uh, is possibly up to about episode four or five now, listening. And very, very important person in both uh, Darren's and mine podcast live and we are forever grateful to Arnold for the continuing support they give us. You also heard that um, a true appreciation from my heart uh, to Darren acknowledging how much I love uh, making this podcast with him, how much it means to me, how important it is in my life in fact. Um, it does dazzle me sometimes when I think about it and how important it is, what it means to me. And it does put so much of other things in my life, it, it, it just puts them in the shade. In, in all of those moves. Thanks. This has been the, one of the best anniversaries I've ever had in my life. I feel so close to you right now. You know what? One, one, one. It's the new drilling helpline. <laughs> you want to drill? You don't know what to do. You've got, you're having a problem drilling. You need to attend to your drill. Your drill is a bit rusty. Your drill is a bit floppy. Your drill is not quite penetrating in the way that it should be. One, one, one. And there we have two, two more of Darren's lovely catchphrases. We always know when the show is drawing to a close by his reference to he has some drilling to do and also the reference to the number 111 uh, which seems to be something he associates with me that I'm never quite sure what it is. At the moment Darren's drill uh, isn't being used very much obviously which is why I'm doing this special episode. We do hope you've enjoyed uh, this very very special episode. It's, it's been an absolute pleasure for me to do it. Um, I feel that I have drawn you, the listeners, a little closer to our bosom. Um, I hope you feel closer to us 
Uh, we do think of ourselves, Darren and myself, as being a little podcast family, sharing our lives, our thoughts, uh, everything really, except our private lives with you, the audience. We look forward to many, many more series to come in the future when Darren stops laying around. Uh, and as a special thank you to you listeners for sticking by us through good times and bad, I will leave you with the full closing music. Uh, without the usual outtakes so you can enjoy it for yourselves. There leaves only one more thing for me to say and that is of course thank you for listening. listening.